This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder, on Thursday the 5th of October, the day after we found what £36 billion can do for transport. This, of course, is the claim by the Prime Minister that he has stopped HS2 from expanding north of Birmingham and that the money saved is going to be spent instead on a whole range of transport projects, mostly to benefit the North and Midlands. This is a curious story because that £36 billion was kind of looking far into the future. And so, for example, the claim is that one of the most tangible benefits, which is that from the end of this month, fares will remain on English buses at £2, saving people 50 pence a pop. That is effectively something which will cost some tens of millions of pounds to do but ultimately it's difficult to see a connection between that and what has been uh, scrapped from HS2. It's a bit of kind of current spending that will uh, have very little relation to what was planned to be spent in 2040 for example. But I have trawled through to find what the projects are that will be benefiting the whole country, according to uh, the Prime Minister. And I'll just take a quick spin through that. The Northern Powerhouse Rail project looks as though it is kind of coming back, although it's now called Network North. The whole idea of Northern Powerhouse Rail, or HS3 as it was called for a time, is that you would have a high-speed line going from Liverpool to Manchester to Bradford to Leeds, and then you'd be sending trains onwards to Hull and also to York and to Newcastle. And the idea will be, apparently, that there is going to be some very high-speed stuff going on because there is going to be £12 billion promised for a line between Liverpool and Manchester. Yes, one third of the money is being promised just on that 40 miles or so, which is um, quite surprising, but there we are. There will also be a line from Manchester to a new station in Bradford, which will take 30 minutes. Now, that's not quite as fast as we were hoping under Northern Powerhouse Rail, but it's still far better. And of course, the crucial thing is that previously, well, in the in the beginning, the very important 
but very poorly served city of Bradford was going to be put on a new line and be a really important uh, stop along that route from Manchester to Leeds. Then that was scrapped. Now it looks as though that is coming back. Then we are on to, I guess, the more piecemeal promises, of which the standouts are, well, both involving Sheffield. The number of trains between Sheffield and Leeds, so a really important pair of cities in South and West Yorkshire, respectively, is going to quadruple. That will mean an astonishing 20 trains an hour. That's going to be one on average every three minutes running between those two cities. That's the kind of frequency you get on the London Underground. And it's going to be really interesting to see how that's going to work. Now, of course, everybody wants detail from this, but nobody in the Department for Transport um, that I spoke to, at least nobody in Network Rail had any idea what was going to be proposed. And so therefore, getting the detail is quite difficult. We're going to get these 20 trains an hour. That's off peak. Presumably during the peak, it's maybe even more. The other thing is a, a, a station called Sheffield Victoria. That closed in the 1970s. It's going to reopen as the hub for two new or restored lines. One runs to Stocksbridge, northwest of the city. One goes south to Chesterfield in Derbyshire via a new station in Staveley. And to bring back to life a city station, I think, is uh, really quite impressive. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm in the short term looking forward to finding out more detail. There's a line that already runs the coastal railway from Carlisle to Bur Workington to Barrow to uh, Lancaster and Preston. And this has been renamed the Energy Coast Line and will be enhanced to um, half an hour every uh, just a gap between trains it's uh, certainly an hour sometimes longer in my experience between trains in the uh, north and east midlands some important links are going to be restored stoke to leak uh, oswestry to gobbon and burton on trent to leicester that last one in particular i think will be uh, a significant uh, addition and then the Network North plan, and you can have a look at the government's map of Network North, continues all the way to Devon. Um, there's a couple of new stations in Somerset, uh, Columpton um, and Wellington. They're going to be opening either side of uh, Tiverton Parkway in, uh, in on that line on the Somerset-Devon border. Uh, then they will there will be an extension for a couple of miles of the line, which currently terminates from Plymouth in a place called Gunny's Lake. That will run uh, through to Tavistock, which will be a, a benefit. Uh, so that's what's happening on the railways. Then loads of um, local transport schemes. Um, it, there's a lot of confusion about the Manchester Metro link. Um, they're promising that it will be continued to Manchester Airport, where there's already uh, the Metrolink or tram. Um, they're going to extend the 
West Midlands Metro. I've not been able to nail down how much of this is new, and that's a theme running all the way through it. The West Yorkshire tram network will be um, promised. And then and on buses, yeah, £2 uh, fare, which will be of marginal benefit. It's only promised till the uh, end of 2024, though. Whereupon, oh, I think there'll be an election by then. How interesting. Uh, road improvements, gosh, well, quite a lot of those. Um, Dueling the A1 has been a subject that's been on off for years. This is making the, um, the, the, the main line between Newcastle and Edinburgh, the main road, um, faster and I hope safer, safer as well. Um, Rishi Sunak whizzed through a whole list of road numbers, so, so shall I. A2, that's actually a junction just near Canterbury where the road to uh, Thanet and to Dover diverge. The A5 is going to be improved between Hinkley and Tamworth. The A50 between Stoke and Derby. And then the A75, a glorious road which runs from, well, Carlisle through to Cairn Ryan. That's the ferry port for Northern Ireland. Um, they're going to clear up some so-called pinch points. Um, the A77 between Stranraer and Glasgow, that's going to improve. And there will be further investment in Cumbria. So uh, add in a whole load of um, uh, bypasses um, that are going to be, um, I imagine, trumpeted by prospective um, Conservative candidates. And that's how the money is going to be spent with the addition of a £3.3 billion road resurfacing fund for the North to fix potholes causing misery for drivers. Um, now, this hasn't gone down brilliantly with everybody. Uh, Louise Haig, the um, uh, Shadow Transport Secretary uh, for Labour, um, says... Uh, Sunak promised to upgrade the A1, the A2, the A5 and the M6, yet all of these projects were already announced and um, are, have been delayed by up to five years ago, only six, uh, five years, only six months ago by none other than Rishi Sunak. It's going to be, I was going to say, fun um, over the next uh, few days and weeks figuring out exactly what these plans are, figuring out exactly what is new, and I will be doing that on your behalf. But meanwhile, the headline news remains that HS2 has been scrapped, and that's that. Or is it? Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.